Welcome to the Husband Material Podcast, where we help Christian men quit pornography. So you can change your brain, heal your heart, and save your relationship. My name is Drew Boa, and I'm here to show you how. Let's go. Hey guys, we're back with Andrew Bauman, author of Psychology of Porn and other great books. He and his wife, Christy, run the Christian Counseling Center for Sexual Health and Trauma. And today, um, we are going a little bit more into the side of trauma and grief. Specifically, okay, how does freedom from pornography intersect with healing from grief? And this is something where we actually have uh, some similar stories of death and grief that we've experienced. And I just wanted to open up a conversation where we can talk about how do you continue to heal and grow when you're experiencing loss? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And it's such an important conversation because so much of what we do within our addiction and our pornography use is running away from pain. We run away from grief. We run away from heartache and that ends up coming out sideways and our, uh, you know, attempts to numb. And so part of the work of becoming sexually healthy is learning how to make peace with all that we are, learning to make peace with our stories, becoming intimate with our pain, right? Rather than running from our pain, we run right towards it. And, and if you live in this world, <laughs> you're going to experience pain. Mm-hmm. And we've experienced it in different amounts, you know? So for me, growing up in a broken family, that was part of my pain. Growing up without really having a relationship with my dad, part of my pain. Um, and then, you know, fast forwarding into adult years, um, eight, uh, eight and a half years ago, losing my firstborn son. Um, and how, though I wasn't addicted to porn at the time, um, how that tragedy is still so important for my health that I face that heartache, that I talk about that pain that I, right? It's directly impacts my health and function. Yeah. Um, after we lost my son, Brave, my wife and I closed our private practice. We took four months and traveled um, to Southeast Asia. You know, we, we grieved. We, we had to get out of this society because culture felt like it didn't hold our grief well you know, kind of said, move on. (laughs) And I could not help people get their heart back in my private practice when I still, when I didn't have a heart, Mm -hmm. when part of me died, when my son died. Mm -hmm. So I felt inauthentic. So, um, you know, we wrote every day, we ended up, uh, you know, writing every day to survive. Um, And part of that made it even possible for me to do what I'm doing now Mm -hmm. and do the work that I do now. because we grieved well, we grieved hard. Yeah. Um, and the other side, right, of we, we want resurrection without the crucifixion. <laughs> and and it, it can't happen. We have yeah. to enter into death if we want to receive new life. Yeah. And when that happened, it sounds like you had already been free from porn for over four years. Mm-hmm. And that in order to maintain your freedom and deepen it, you had to face this head on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to function. Right. And knowing with, t- with, you know, my past story that 
porn did not actually fix my pain. <laughs> it would actually just make it worse. Mm. You know, sexualizing women was not going to do anything to bring my son back. Yeah. And this is where our stories intersect. Uh, just under one year ago, I also lost an infant son. Uh, his name is Josiah. And we found out that he had a condition called anencephaly, which means he had no skull. So the top half of his head, his cranium was missing and he could survive in the womb. And we found out 12 weeks in. And then when he was born, uh, he lived for four hours and then he died. So similar to you, I had about four years of freedom under my belt and without the skills that I had developed of being present to pain. Yes. That would have been a recipe for relapse. Yes, exactly. And I did cope with it in ways that were healthy and ways that were unhealthy. Of course. Right. And yet it took, it took something similar. I took, time off work. I thought I, I thought I could take two weeks off of work. Mm. (laughs) That was, that would have done so much violence to my soul. Yeah. Right. I took on, uh, a little bit of responsibility after one month and I ultimately ended up taking three months off and cause that's what we needed. And yeah, you got to honor the pain. Right. And and so we grieve to the level in which we love Mm. and you loved your son. (laughs) And so you got to grieve to that same level for you to balance out. Grief and joy are on a continuum. If you don't, if you don't grieve, you're not going to joy. Yeah. They're connected. Yeah. So if you're watching this or listening to this, I wonder if God is inviting you to grief. I wonder what it is that you need to grieve so that you can get back to a place yes. of joy. Yes. Not back to where you were before, but to a resurrection. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And knowing, you know, one, one metaphor that I use a lot with people is the idea of a monster knocking at our door, right? And this terrifying thing. And we, we bolt the door, we, you know, hammer and nail, put the wood up against it, shove the couch, and we run and we hide because we're so scared of these things. We're so scared of these you know, either death or scared of, you know, whatever you fear, whatever it is, shame, whatever controls you. And yet what happens if you invite that monster in and you have a conversation and you say, yeah, you can come in, we can talk for 10 minutes and then you'll have to leave. Um, But why are you here? What do you need from me? How can I, how can I be of help? Like, let's, let's talk. We can, we become intimate with all that we are. Right all that's within us, all the glory and all the depravity, all the darkness and the light. Mm. Our glory and our depravity are the same sides, you know, the the same coin, different sides of the same coin. Like our glory and our depravity are forever intertwined. Mm. Uh, We have to make peace with all that we are, um, the complexity of all that we are and feel it and, and let it all come. Yeah. For you personally, Andrew, what do you do when the monster of grief and loss comes knocking at your door? Mm-hmm. So about three weeks ago, my father passed away um, and our relationship was really complex. And so all sorts of complexity 
you know, uh, started coming into my heart. And when I got the phone call, I, I immediately knew, um, I trusted my body, felt it in my body, and I immediately knew I needed to see his body. I needed to be with my dad's body. My siblings were like, no way, you know, they didn't want to. But I just, you know, so I flew down to Florida within the day or two, um, and I just wept and wept and wept with his body and talked to him and asked him questions. And, you know, my wife ended up coming uh, with me just to, to support me in that moment. And we just had this little mini funeral with his body in this creepy funeral home that was, had all this weird decor. And, you know, and it was just like, but I needed that. Like I needed that for me to be okay. And so over time I've become really seasoned with grief and I know what my body needs and I listen mm. because God is in my body, right? God, God resides. So I listen to my body um, and I trust the process and I, and I obey that process and I'm able to then go back to my life and work and like I'm able to function semi-normal because I've honored the pain and the complexity of losing my father. Wow. So God was speaking to you through your body. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, so to ignore your body would be to ignore God. Bingo. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. Which that again, going back to the porn, right? Porn teaches us to be disembodied. Mm. Porn teaches us to be out of our body. Um, so we become disconnected from our body, which is why a lot of the work, that I do in my men's groups and stuff is psychodrama, you know, somatic body work is we're, you know, we're doing yelling, we're doing, you know, acting out these, these issues because we have to engage our body to be free of porn because porn is, a, a, you know, in a sense, a sin of the body. Mm. Yeah, man, I would love to be a part of one of those sessions. <laughs> yeah, they're powerful. They're beautiful. Yeah. And so what, I wonder, what is your body telling you right now? If you're watching to this, listening to this. Yes. Amen. It's, it's important to listen to that, you know, mm -hmm. and to trust, to trust it. Because we've, 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 we've actually learned how to distrust our body because, mm -hmm. you know, porn and all that. We were like, oh, we can't trust our body. Mm -hmm. You know, we can't because it's deceiving us or, you know, because I'm getting aroused or, yeah. you know, whatever. And it's just like, yeah. oh, we got to redeem. That's right. That's right. Our body is speaking a language, even if we need to learn that language. Yes, exactly. It is exactly. making sense. There is something sacred we need to pay attention to. And the Holy Spirit is inviting us to play out some of those narratives, exactly. right? Exactly. Is all part of what you said about how porn takes us out of our bodies mm -hmm. and yeah. God invites us back into them. Exactly. Yeah. And that's awesome. And I know right now with COVID-19 and quarantine, a lot of our lives have lost a significant yes. amount of touch exactly. and embodiment. Well, right. Which is why porn is on, you know, such right. a, had such a huge rise. Right. And so what I really want to do in this episode is invite everyone to allow ourselves to feel the losses yes. that we're undergoing right now. If you're a student, yes. if, if you 
uh, had your school disrupted, if, if you had a job that was disrupted, if we all have relationships that are disrupted, there's a lot of grief, there's a lot of loss that our bodies are going through right now. Yes, exactly. Yep. Feel it. Honor it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Let it come. You know, don't just numb out. And again, numbing out can be, you know, eating too much ice cream or, you know, mm -hmm. it's like for now, you know, I'm playing silly video games on my phone and eating too many, you know, cookies. You know, it's like, I still numb out. I numb out in a little bit healthier way, right? It's like, it's not as destructive. And yet I still have to be aware, where am I trying to escape? Andrew, thanks for giving me an opportunity to talk about my grief, for mm -hmm. being vulnerable about your grief, and yes. for giving us a vision for how we can be faithful to our bodies and to our pain um, yes. and to embrace all that we are. Yeah. Authenticity is contagious. Mm. You know, so if you're, you know, if you're waiting for someone else to do that in your life, it's just like, you got to step in to, to be, you know, I tell people often, would you rather be a fool or a coward? You know, and those are your only two choices. Right. And this is like so many people, we, we choose to be cowards because we don't want to be foolish. And I say, no, the exact opposite. Like, speak, speak your truth, be authentic, risk being foolish, because at least you're not a coward. Yeah. Yeah. And you took a big risk when your grief turned into a much bigger story. Um, can you tell us about A Brave Lament and the resources you have for people grieving? So we, what we did was we created a documentary film. You can watch that um, on Amazon Prime. Um, called A Brave Lament. And then also um, this book was uh, a, a Brave Lament book. Um, get that on Amazon as well. And it's just, yeah, that was what we helped, we helped us survive. Um, you know, the book is, is really the first four months of survival and really in-depth look of my wife and I's journey of trying to survive. And at the time we were trying to publish this book um, closer to 2012, we got denied 28 different publishers, every major Christian publisher. Basically, grief doesn't sell. You know, oh, there's not enough hope. And since we've published it ourselves, we've gotten so many reviews. So many people are just like, thank you, thank you, thank you. I needed something more gritty, right? I needed something. I needed something that actually sat with me in the pain and didn't try to fix it. Didn't try to just put a Jesus bow on it. You know, and so it's like, that's exactly what, what and again, the, the publishers did not see that, but that's what's needed. And in our pain, when my wife and I, there were no books for us to read, you know, there's one, actually one called Lament for a Son by Dr. Nicholas Walterstorff was the only book that was tolerable, um, you know, and, and like he read the manuscript of this book. He's just like, you know, don't change a thing, despite how many publishers might tell you to, <laughs> you know, because he knew because he lost his son. This is like. If you know loss, you know what it means to be a company, somebody who is lost. And we need resources like that that aren't yeah. all all resurrection, right? All right. God is good all the time, you know, and all smile. It's just like, mm. no, that, that that is true. And the crucifixion is also true. And we must hold the tension of both. Yes. Um, in our grief, in our sexuality, in every part of us. Exactly. This exactly. has been such a life-giving conversation. Andrew, what is your favorite part about freedom from porn? 
Yeah, that's a great, that's a great question. Um, you know, it might seem a little trite or I do not miss the chains. I mean, I do not miss, I mean, I think about it often of just like, Oh my gosh, I'm so thankful. It was such a prison. It was such a prison and, uh, liberation, integrity, glory feels good. Andrew, this has been such a life-giving conversation. Thanks for being on the show, man. Yeah, loved it, man. Thanks for having me. How can people continue this conversation with you if they feel led to? For sure, for sure. Yeah, check out uh, my website, andrewjbauman.com. Also, my business website, christiancc.org. Um, and connect with me through there. I offer, you know, phone consultations for folks. I do a lot of intensives uh, for people all over the country and, and run groups and everything as well. Awesome. All right. Well, I'll see you later. And all right. for everyone else out there, always remember you are God's beloved son and you, he is well-pleased.